Hey, you absent-minded community in the future. This is Jerry from the past welcoming you to the Slow Death in the Afternoon podcast. Welcome. I didn't realize I would sing this, but I am. I, I didn't <laughs> to, realize it either. To Slow Death in the Afternoon Podcast. This is Jerry, and with me is Dan. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to the all musical edition. Yes. <laughs> and all, all, musical all, edition. all the subscribers described like gone. <laughs> all, all one of you. <laughs> <laughs> We have at least two. Do we Um, have two? Seriously? What? Subscribers? Yeah. We have many. We do we really? Yeah, we do. How many how many we have? Uh, I I don't have that number right now. Oh. But we do have over eight hundred people following us on Facebook. Oh, all right. Well if they're following us on Facebook, then that's the most important thing because uh because uh, then they see memes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's, uh, that. Uh, you know, uh, life is short. That's why you should spend most of it on the internet seeking validation from someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of people who matter. Um, exactly. Okay. All right. I can't, I've got a lineup here. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, let's, uh, well, uh, allow me to say hello. Oh, yeah, let's do that. I, I already did. Okay. <laughs> that was all I, that's all I got. All right, let me see here. Do, am I ready? Oh, okay. Um, I'll move the microphone at first. I'm actually talking into the microphone. Um, I am experimenting with Jade. I am pouring another shot of it. Damn it. You know, this. the only problem about this Pacifique bottle is it dribbles. Okay. Oh. So, pour it in here. You know, uh, first, first world absinthe problems, Jerry. Yeah, really. Stir it with my finger. Oh, Lucia's up really nice. Okay, what I did is I had some pre-sweetened uh, ice water with ice, and I just poured up some absinthe Wait, in there. Wait, pre-sweetened ice water? Well, what I did is I put sugar in it already. I'm not doing the whole luching thing. Oh, so you, did a, you, you, you do. I, I it, like to call that quick and dirty. Yeah, I did a quick and dirty one. That's all okay. right. That, and that is no, uh, that's no harm, no foul on your part, by the way. Okay, well, I mean... This is podcasting, not video. If it was video, I would have the fountain out. Okay, and now I've got another shot in another glass, and I'm going to pour in some uh, spumante. All right. I know I'm probably supposed to use brute, but probably. But this is what I have. Okay. You know, I'm not going to fault green. you. I will not fault you for using uh, spumante. Okay. I would so fault I got- you if you were using spumoni. That's a whole different type of drink. <laughs> you wouldn't want to do that. That would be bad. No. All right. So I have three drinks lined up. All right. Um, one is uh, a shot in coffee. Oh, well, is, a red eye. Very nice. Yeah. One is, well, properly loose, which I've tried before. And one is a slow death cocktail. All right. Which I've never tried with Jade. So I'm going to try that one first. All right. Go ahead. D fucking licious. Now, which jade are you using for these? By or, Orleans. All right, very good, very good. Call. I have Orleans in nineteen oh one. I'm going to go see. If there's a new one out, and I'm going to be in Chicago in a couple weeks. I'm going to see if I can find that one. Well, now here's my question. Uh, I 
I had heard a rumor that uh, that uh, Jade Liqueurs actually got back in touch with you. Is this true? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. So, um, um, calling back to episode 33, which uh, I entitled, I don't know, Third Base. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, if you've listened to that one, you know I had a absinthe emergency where uh, the cork broke off when I was opening a bottle of jade, and then I remembered that that had happened the last time I had jade, and then I went on the internet and found out that's a common problem. Yes. And so um, Dan cajoled me. Yes, into, badgered, I think, would be a better word. Badgered. Yeah, badgered me in, against my will because <laughs> I was feeling kind of shy about it, but reaching out to jade, I don't know if it was Ted who answered me, but someone answered really fast. Uh, I, I, I reached out to Jade and said, hey, is this a known problem? And r- remember what I told you I said that we would just, they would say? that's uh, The reason I didn't want to reach out is I already knew the answer. Right. I said, they would tell me to use the butler's friend. Right. Right? And so let me let me read the question and the, and the answer. Yes. They, okay, so. This is like Jeopardy. Uh, yeah. I'll take uh, uh, Jade Absinthe problems for 400 Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for 450 I noticed that oftentimes the cork in a bottle of Jade will disintegrate when opening. Do you have any tips on how to keep that from happening? This is Jerry from AbsintePodcast.com, by the way. Yes. Their answer immediately came back. Hi, Jerry. Thank you for your observation. We find that due to high alcoholic content, even the best corks are sensitive to the type of corkscrew and technique used. For that reason, we recommend using the also type cork pullers. These uh, are the preferred. Preferred. The preferred. <laughs> that will be the Yes. The the, uh, the 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 what do they call them? The also. Also. A H dash S O. These are the preferred tool for opening vintage wines and spirits, and we highly recommend them for J bottles as well. They could be had online at Amazon for inexpensive and always extract the cork in one piece. We wow. hope this helps. And it turns out that the one that I ordered right after it happened yes. came in the mail. I, I was calling it a butler's friend because that's what someone online, uh, actually on Wormwood Society, told me it was called. And it is labeled the Osso. Wow, it, it is actually so, labeled the Osso. Yeah. Uh, and I will be posting a picture of it in the show notes if you guys go to our actual website, absentpodcast.com. Yes. So that's pretty anyway. exciting. You know, I I find it so interesting that uh, because of the high alcohol content, it's it's difficult uh, to remove the cork. I I find for myself when I'm full of alcohol, it's hard to keep a cork in me. <laughs> And, that, and I've been called an also many times because of the <laughs> level of alcohol that I've consumed. However, we won't go into that here. Okay. Well, I, I'm now uh, sitting on the, the properly louched or uh, quick and dirty louched jade. And yes. it is, of course, delicious. So now I'm going to try the coffee. Ah. Now, is it hot? Yeah. Du- now, before you get it's into it, give us, a, give us the... Uh, the setup, like what kind of coffee did you use? How did you brew it? Was it a French press? Uh, what did you do? No, 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 no. I didn't do all that because I'm up in my office and I don't have it. So I, I it, just... It better a, not be a cup of Sanka. 
No. That would be horrible. But it is a Keurig. Oh, that's fine. Keurig's fine. But I mean a Sanka like those freeze-dried coffee things you put in the glass. Well, okay, I'm, I'm going to give a shout-out to a coffee company. It's called... Now, these are like... I don't even know where I started getting these. But you know how K-Cups can be pretty darn expensive. One right? of those seedy all-night K-Cup companies? Uh, no, yeah, called Amazon.com. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it came in some sort of sample pack, and oh. uh, this one is called, it's Victor Allen brand coffee, Victor Allen's coffee morning blend. Oh, so it's not a very strong coffee, I'm, I'm assuming. No, but it's it's dirt cheap and it's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like I would pay more for this. Wow! And, uh, so it's my favorite. Now I also have shit, I've got a whole bunch of them in here, but um, you know how I I love Death Wish coffee. And yes. Stuff. Got some of that. Yes. No, I'm surprised. That, that would be I'm surprised you didn't use the Death Wish coffee. With the absence, what, what would not, you... Not at 8.30 p.m. I need to sleep tonight. Oh, yeah. Keep, I keep forgetting you're on a different time, so I'm sorry. My yeah. Point. Well, mm. so... Uh, it's good. Is it it's good? It's really good. It's now, quite... I'm going to ask you to do like you would a wine and give me the... Like, what are the what are the tasting notes? Are you okay. noticing anything like a... Are you noticing okay. like hints of uh, anise and uh, oh yeah, all that? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. The smell of absinthe in coffee is amazing. It's really good. It's like toasty and licoricey, and I mean, it's like it brings out that black licorice like nothing else. Yes. And when when you clued me in that this was a good thing to mix with coffee, and yes. I tried it, I have never gone back. This. Absinthe in coffee is one of the favorite things I could do with absinthe. And while I didn't really want to put jade in with these other things, because Sorry. I, you know, I don't want to, well, it's, jade it's, is it's, good it's, by, as jade, yeah. in coffee, oh my God. It's a, it's, it's, jade is one of those, it's kind of like, uh, you wouldn't want to use a high end, like $125 bottle of uh, whiskey. To mix with, yeah. you wouldn't do that. And in the no. same way, I feel about jade is like it is so good on its own. It's like you don't want to really, you don't want to bastardize it uh, too much. But however, for the sake of science and for the sake of the program, I I fully endorse uh, what Jerry is doing. Uh, I would not uh, I would not take away his fairy card for, uh, <laughs> for doing that. But I think well, it's, I think it's interesting that. Uh, you have the same experience that I have with uh, with the coffee and absinthe. I think it is such a good pairing, and I'll tell you something. You, you it's were, like they were made for each other. They were absolutely made for each other because there's this nuttiness and this darkness of the uh, the roasted coffee. Almost, and I I personally recommend a really strong, strong, almost burnt coffee like a like a french roast or an italian roast coffee yeah. with my absinthe that's just personal preference because wow. i i think it adds to the uh like you were calling out the the nuttiness and the um uh the the licorice almost like a burnt licorice flavor mm, mm -hmm. very earthy 
and it's delicious. It, uh, and that, and it will like uh, it'll mess you up like nobody's business. Well, um, yeah, I've, I've got three drinks. I'm going to finish by the time this podcast is done. I'm going to be I'm going to be feeling no pain. You, you probably <laughs> will not be feeling any pain. Is what I'm is what I'm assuming. And, and I probably won't be able to sleep tonight, right? Uh, yeah, you'll be uh, you will be uh, wide awake and hammered. <laughs> Uh, I'll bring up a, a novel and start working on it. So I'm now I'm drinking the uh, the slow death first because that's the one that's going to get the warmest the fast. So I'm going to uh, finish that off. Since we're talking about things to mix with absinthe, I found a cocktail out on the uh, wormwoodsociety.org website that I thought I'd share with you oh. because that sounds really good. Well, uh, don't sing it, bring it. <laughs> Maybe I should sing it. Uh, well, we started it's off the, the dream show. cocktail. Unsubscribe. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> we should have the unsubscribe button pop up in the middle somewhere. <laughs> You're really like in those, uh, like in those YouTube ads that are so annoying. Like, just have the unsubscribe button. Exit now. This is, this is your last exit. Well, apparently this was from this um, uh, cocktail book published in the 1930s. It's oh. called The Dream Cocktail. All right. It is one-third curacao. Okay. I like curacao. Two-thirds brandy and a dash of absinthe. Oh. And as I, as in, in the cocktail class I took like a couple months ago, yeah. I found that a dash is not just a dash. It's usually a dash 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 right right it's like <laughs> yeah. it's almost like uh when you take a thing of hot sauce yeah you, you have to you have to give it three jabs before you actually get the uh yeah the proper amount out so it is it is a, a bad, dash 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 by the way it, it's it's a bad analogy for me because when i use hot sauce it's like pop the cap over and just turn it upside down and wait <laughs> One, two, three, four. Okay, that might be hot enough. You do the you do the slow burn. <laughs> I I I make it atomic. Well, that's reason. not a bad thing. I mean, I like my chicken wings uh, fairly hot. Yeah, but uh, I'm okay with that. Ooh, chicken wings dunked in absinthe. You know what? Actually, uh, what uh, weren't you telling me about an absinthe burger? Oh yeah, the voodoo burger. The voodoo uh, burger. That was yes. on so last. I, why can't last... they do uh, absinthe chicken wings? Sure, I'm sure they could. I, I, I would think so. Actually, I bet if we search, we could find a recipe for it. I am almost positive we could, to be honest with you. While I didn't actually find a recipe for absinthe chicken wings, I did find a recipe for chicken breasts with mandarin and absinthe, and the ingredients is six mandarins a half cup chicken stock, one tablespoon honey, uh, preferably awesome, uh, awesome blossom, <laughs> orange blossom honey, two tablespoons chopped fresh tarragon, four boneless, skinless chicken breasts, about eight ounces each, uh, some sea salt, pepper, uh, two tablespoons of olive oil, two large shallots, peeled and thinly sliced. It doesn't say how much absinthe, so let's go through the instructions. Directions, heat the oven to 750, 750, holy shit, no, 450 Fahrenheit. Zest a mandarin to obtain one teaspoon of zest and juice all six fruits. In a small bowl, bowl 
in a small bowl. Mix zest, juice, chicken stock, the honey, and the tarragon. Set aside. Sprinkle the chicken breasts with salt and pepper. Heat the oil in a large oven-proof frying pan over medium-high heat. By the way, I'm recording this after we recorded the episode, and I'm editing, and I've had all three of the absinthe drinks plus another one. So if I'm stumbling on my words, that's why. You'll understand. You drink absinthe, too. And then I hit the microphone. Anyway, so sprinkle the chicken breast with salt and pepper. Heat the oil in a large oven-proof frying pan over medium-high heat. When the oil is hot, cook the chicken breasts until browned, about five minutes. Turn them over and place them in the pan in the oven. Roast until just cooked through, about 12 minutes. Transfer the chicken to a platter, cover with foil, and keep warm. Put the skillet over medium heat. The handle will be hot. Handle it with a pot holder and oven mitt. I suggest, personally, something made of silicon. Add the shallots and one tablespoon of salt. Cook for two minutes, scraping up brown bits. Add the absinthe and cook for 30 seconds. Now, it doesn't say how much absinthe. I, I, I guess it would be as much as you want. Add the juice and stock mixture. Cook until reduced by about half, about five minutes. Serve sautéed with chicken on the platter or on serving plates. Again, they don't say anything about how much absinthe to use. So I guess it's how much ever you want. Uh, if it's me, it's probably going to be a cup of it. Let's drown that mother. Anyway, back to the show. Well, speaking of searching for absinthe, though, because, you know, I, I usually search for it to see if I can find interesting stuff. Right. The misinformation on the Internet oh. about absinthe is so, and I know we've gone over this before, but I mean, just let me let me just bring it home here. If you start typing in, is absinthe legal in yeah. <laughs> in return, uh, the first thing that pops up, the, the featured snippet on Google says, currently absent, oh, I just, go to, go to sleep, Google. <laughs> <laughs> I got to, whatever. Currently absent containing fusion for human consumption is still illegal oh, in some countries. God. Well, in some, in country, the United, in some countries, actually. Oh, it, uh, it's not good, though. Listen, oh. in the United States, real absinthe is not controlled, is not a controlled substance, but its sale in bars and liquor stores is banned. Oh, my God. Really? Absinthe is, however, legal to purchase and possess in the United States. This is the first thing that pops up. They're featuring it. And this is what really gets me. All right, go ahead. Is the picture that they're showing is from the Wormwood Society. So you would think this is an article on the Wormwood Society. Oh, see, right? that's bad. But it's not. It's from originalabsinthe.com, buy real absinthe online is where it takes you. You know, it, 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 it never ceases to amaze me how much crap. Well, is still out it, there. You would think, how many years has it been legal now? How many years? It, and it, re it repeats itself. Oh. Because, I mean, I could guarantee you, because, I, you know, I was a journalist way back and kind of am still now in a way. Sure. Journalists have become <laughs> so lazy. Yes. I mean, they rely on Twitter for their news, right? 
And so if they're going to research absent, they're going to type something in, and they're going to read the first thing that pops up and just believe it. And then they're going to retru- they're going to use that as their source. Well, and, and it's completely it's wrong. wrong. It is. Completely I know. So they they compl- they they recycle and regurgitate the wrong information over and over again. Honestly, is- I will say this. I will say this that the misinformation about absinthe is kind of akin to those super annoying Facebook hoaxes that go around every couple of years, like Bill Gates and AOL will give you $10 million if you forward this to 50 <laughs> friends. Yeah. And I still, I still to this day have friends who will post that. Oh no. And it's like, I, I, I've, I've given up, I've given up, uh, I've given up, you know, uh, posting, uh, snoping it. Yeah. It's like, Oh my god! It's just—it makes me sad, and it makes me like we are exactly uh, where we want to be as as a society. We don't want to hear the truth; we just want to hear uh, made up stuff because it's it's uh, scintillating and it sounds uh, exciting in a in a disparaging way. And I don't know; it just makes me sad. It makes me sad. You want to hear an absinthe hit piece from 1868? Oh, please. Okay. Now, this, uh, this again, is from the Wormwood Society, from their um, science articles. This was from the American Journal of Pharmacy. Oh. 1868, volume 40. Okay. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Just. Uh, I was about ready first, to get a pillow, to be honest. I was ready, I was ready to first, take a nap. The first two paragraphs are going to be enough. The indulgence in absinthe, with, which already prevails to a great extent among all class, classes of Frenchmen, threatens to become a, as widespread in France and as injurious as there as the opium eating in China. Wow. If a visitor to Paris strolls along the boulevards from the Madeleine to the Bastille some summer's afternoon between 5 and 6 o'clock, which is commonly called the hour of absinthe. Or the green hour. He, yeah, he, well, I'm, I'm quoting, this is how they put oh, it. Oh, sorry. He can, he can hardly fail to remark hundreds of Parisians seated outside the various cafes or lounging at the counters of the wine shops and imbibing this insidious stimulant. Wow, insidious. <laughs> it just, and it goes on. Uh, well, let me, let me skip a bit because there was an interesting... Uh, All right. Okay. This is from the second paragraph. A quarter of a century ago, absinthe was the drink of French coachmen, grooms, and footmen, and people of the lowest class. Oh, my today, God. It's, to, today, its most ardent lovers are to be found among educated and well-to-do Parisians. Literary men, professors, artists, actors, musicians, financiers, speculators, shop keepers, and even women. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I won't go any... I'll post the rest. If anybody's and, interested, and I'll, I'll post this. women. Even women. Wow. Good Lord. That's, Gasp. <laughs> that's, uh, that's absolutely frightening. And, Although I am a woman trapped in a man's body. I think. Same here. How'd you know? Well, I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body. That's for Me sure. Me too. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, so if you can't join them, lick them. Go ahead. That's such an old joke, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I do have a question for you, and this yeah. is also for the, the listeners. All right, go ahead. Because you know, ninety-five um, percent of the information out there about absinthe is wrong, and it's uh, it's it's got quite the reputation, et cetera, et cetera. And I know you and I were first. Well, I'll, I'll just ask the question: If it weren't for the hype surrounding absinthe, would you, me, or our listeners be so into it? What What uh, really sets it apart from just about every other spirit? Because, and I'll before you answer, I'll just go right. because you know there's a there's a wormwood society, so there's a there whole is. society around it, right? Right. But is is there a is there a whiskeysociety.org? No. No. Is there... But there... Now, I will... Is there a, is there a tequilasociety.org? No. Is there before a... You, before you... Uh, I can I got one more. All right. The San Miguel Apiano, about 4,700... What the... Siri! Hey, Siri! Stop! Hey, Siri, stop! I don't know what set her off. Well, because you said that uh, even a woman <laughs> would like absent. That, that uh, set the, the poor maybe, thing maybe off. Maybe it pissed her off. I don't so, believe it. So I, I typed in bourbonsociety.org, and it did forward me to a website that is nothing but a come on to visit Kentucky. Oh. So it's not it's not a society around bourbon. So absinthe is okay. Well, you were going to say something. No. Well, what I was going to say is there are I wouldn't call them societies, but there are definitely uh, organizations and groups of people that are devoted to particular spirits. As as rapidly and as focused as absinthe, though. Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't absolutely. Know. But and the, and the only reason I say that is because there are people that take great pains in uh, appreciating and savoring uh, a good bourbon or a good rye or a good scotch. So, but I will say this, there is no other uh, distilled spirit that has the history and the uh, misinformation and the villainy that has been put on absinthe. Well, I'm wondering if the villainy is what makes it attractive to certain people who, like me, used to be an anarchist. <laughs> well, yes. Now, I would say, I'll say this. I, I had heard about absinthe before I got into it. Now, I had just heard, you know, all the same thing everybody else heard. That it was illegal, that it was a hallucinogen, that it did this, it did that. Uh, the reason I got into it was because of a article in Cigar Aficionado in 1992. I was flying to uh, South Padre Island to do a uh, car stereo show because I was the editor of a car stereo magazine. And uh, they had an article, but it was it was a horrible, horrible, horrible article. Uh sponsored by Absenta. Mm. So basically yeah. it was kind of a advertorial. So, yeah. they, I mean, they said some horrible, 
horrible untruths uh, about um, stuff like the sugar, uh, the, the adding the sugar, like boosts the thujone level, like just horrible things. I mean, like such god awful mistruths just, that you you just cringe, you just cringe. Wait, I mean, where did he even get this information? He just must have like pulled it out of his butt. Kind of, kind of. Uh, I mean, I, now I will say this. Uh, thank you, Cigar Aficionado, for uh, for printing such a horrible, horrible story. I can't even come up with enough adjectives to say how horrible this story was. Because it got me it intrigued. Was it was heinous. It was, it was hey-anus. <laughs> they put the anus in heinous. They put the anus back in that thing, I'm telling you. Uh, so, but it intrigued me. I got intrigued, and I started doing my research, and I started digging, man. I I dug down into the dark web to find uh, this absinthe group that oh. I started uh, posting on the bulletin board, and that's where I, I cut my teeth as far as all the all of the information I got is stuff that I dug through online, that I read, that I researched, weeded out all the crap, and then went back and researched more. And I spent, I probably spent a good, gosh, probably a good six months before I was, before I felt confident enough to buy my first bottle of absence, which was uh, Deva. A uh, long time ago, and it's—I it's, yeah. mean, it's—it's it's such well, we, a. We've talked about all this on the podcast. We before. have. They can go back and, and read that. But uh, the bottom line is, yes, there is incredible amounts of disinformation about absinthe, and I do think that the majority of the appeal of the liquor is initially the villainy of it, and how it because was. You think, do you think it attracts the rebel in us? Sure, of course. Dude, it's just like it's just like uh, wanting Cuban cigars. Oh, because yeah. you're not supposed to have them, and yeah, and, and, the, and the thing that we're not supposed to have is the thing. It's what you want? It's the thing we want. It's why when we're kids and we're not allowed to have the cookie that's in the cookie jar on top of the fridge, we'll do everything in our power to climb up there and get the cookie. You know, cats do the same thing. They do. They like cookies. Too. <laughs> well, they oh. okay. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, so the bottom line there is, I, I think it is. It's it's kind of a rebellious alcohol. It's, um, it's, it's the only alcohol that has a very shady checkered past. Well, would you say the tequila, uh, now not to the same extent or way, also has kind of a rebel, yes. appeal to it? Yes. Because it's a foreign beverage and it's something that you could, Whoa. you can say, mm-hmm. look, I, I drank the uh, tequila. I ate the worm. Yeah, that's it, the worm. Because remember, that was the thing. When you and I were in college, we'd get the, the tequila rojo, yeah. which was like crap tequila, but it had a freaking worm in it. Well, yeah. You know, so we had to drink it and then eat the worm because it was supposed to make you hallucinate. Well, it, well yes. The, the, I mean. Which it didn't. No. And it was a mealworm, by the way. Yeah. It was it, the same thing I would feed my lizards. Yeah, you could, you could throw that into a bottle of Everclear and get the same result. But Yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, I think that, that in a lot of ways drinking alcohol is sort of a rebellious 
act in general. Like, Unless you're a wine connoisseur. Well, which, but I mean, which but I, will, a cast thing. I will guarantee you that pretty much everybody who started drinking alcohol did not start drinking alcohol because they wanted to savor the taste. Oh, I'd say with cigarettes, really. Yeah, it's like you, cigarettes you were, are horrible. They're horrible. I know, but you started smoking. I remember even I smoked a little bit. In the, I, I never smoked cigarettes. I couldn't do it. Well, I, I did it because Jeanette was doing it. And she was so cool. You know, it was and so I, it was and, a cool. And, and DT did it, and so and he was so cool. I'm like, I would be cool like these people. Yeah, I couldn't get that cool. It just didn't do anything. It just didn't do <laughs> well, anything for me. It. <laughs> yeah. It well, it's the thing is, it's like you start drinking alcohol because you like to get hammered. You like the feeling of being intoxicated, and I get it. Yeah, I love it. It's like humans like being dizzy all the time. We do, we do, and that's why <laughs> I think that there is such a fascination with alcohol and drugs. It's like, it's like we want to be in an altered state. Now, of course, when you want to be in that altered state all the time, that's when it becomes a problem. However, yeah. when you're out playing with friends and going out and doing stuff, tossing a few back and not driving and not driving. Yeah, we definitely. Do not want to even for the life of us promote any sort of uh, drinking and driving, for sure. No. But all that to say, uh, I, I agree with you 100%. I think it is a rebellious act, and I think that there are certain alcohols that resonate with that rebelliousness. And I think absinthe, let, let's be honest, 95% of the populace does not like absinthe because... Number one, they don't understand it. Number two, they don't know how to drink it. And number three, a lot of people can't get past the licorice taste. I know. I personally hate Not, licorice. I hate licorice. Really? I love licorice. I hate it, but I like me some absinthe. Because I used to love getting those uh, um, licorice all sorts from England. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the really strong licorice. And, oh, my God. Okay. You know, I, I used to go back and forth between here and Helsinki a lot. In Helsinki, or in, in Finland, they sell a chocolate. And it's it's like the, the best damn chocolate. You know, it's the European real chocolate, not this waxy crap we have here. And then inside were little pillows of this really gooey, dark black uh, um, uh, licorice uh Thing syrup, yes, syrup, and it's it's called salmonecki or something like this. Sal, salmon. As long as it's not salmonella, that's we don't want that. Well, I tell you what, and it's kind of salty too. It's like really salty, but sweet chocolate, but licorice. I absolutely love it, and so many people, even in Finland, don't like it. Wow. <laughs> you know, but I was tasting that. And I was like, I had to bring us, and my girlfriend, by the way, loved it. So I was bringing suitcases of it home, and I remember going through um, through customs and having a girl, you know, at the, at the customs going, do you have anything to declare? I said, well, it's just a whole bunch of chocolate. And she looked at me and she goes, well, that's okay. <laughs> like, like, thumbs right. up. <laughs> and she didn't even look. She just said, okay, yeah. move along. I could be bringing cocaine for all she know. It's a, that's what's so funny. It's like uh, it, it, the 
Well, currently, I mean, now you can get it here, but I mean, before you were kind of rolling the dice when you'd order absinthe from overseas, especially if you order a courier, mm. because about one every third or fourth shipment had a distinct possibility of, you know, getting uh, getting taken. Oh, so, oh, that's right, right, exactly. Legal. And so, fortunately, uh, the good thing was that. I had never had a bottle uh, snagged in in the years that I was uh, getting stuff shipped over. Never had a bottle snagged. Uh, never had a bottle broken, which is, has been kind of a, a wonder. And it's just, yeah, it's uh, it, I I kind of miss the the sneakiness of having to get the stuff over. You know what I mean? It's like, I kind of miss it because it, it does kind yeah. of take some of the, uh, some of the appeal and mystery out of it. Like, Oh yeah, I, I paid $200 for this bottle and had to have it couriered over and had to, uh, <laughs> under the cloak of darkness to bring it in. And it's like this mysterious <laughs> thing. And so, I kind of miss that part of it, to be honest with you. Now, I don't miss the absorbent, not absorbent, <laughs> exorbitant uh, pricing. You know, like I, I don't miss $220. It totally absorbed my wallet, my money, everything. <laughs> like it did, because I was buying, I was, I was making a lot of money at that time. And I was able to, I at one point, I had 17 different bottles absent. At one at one time, and mm. they were all pretty good except for two. One was a bottle of Matahari, and the other was a bottle of Ugh. what was it? It was the only time I ever bought it. You know, I can't even remember. It wasn't Late Torment because that wasn't until later. But um, yeah, it was. Oh, was it the one that had something to do with sorcery or the oh, sorceress? Or yeah, something like that? Uh, that was what horrible. was it? Yeah, oh my it was, God, I'm, and I'm 99.9% sure it was either Czechoslovakian or German. Now, I will say this, and I will catch holy hell from uh, uh, my absinthe, uh, my refined absinthe friends. Let me, in fact, I have to look it up. Dear, dear, dear refined absinthe friends... Yeah, because Skip it's past this. like no kidding. Uh, <laughs> it, it was... Hey, I know. Okay. Let's go to a commercial while you're looking. All right, we'll be right back after this message if there is one. Hi, future people. I'll make this quick and painless. If you're looking to set up a website or if you're wanting to move away from a hosting service that sucks, consider DreamHost. I use them for both work and personal websites, and I do it because they rock. If I can entice you to use them as well, you'll get $50 off and we'll get a bottle of absinthe. Just go to absinthepodcast.com slash dreamhost and sign up. That's absinthepodcast.com dreamhost. You have to use that link. Hey, future people. Welcome back to us here in the past. Hope you're enjoying yourself because we're about to dive back into it. Yeah, I used to get this stuff that had a little angry guy on it. Um... Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know wait, what I'm talking that, about. Yeah. Um, what was it? What I thought was, that was a good one. That was from Germany. You wanted yeah, to get it's it. a German app. So I thought it was pretty horrible, actually. Unless I'm well, thinking when you were telling different. me, you were telling me to get it, remember, I, when I went to Germany. 
Was I? Was, it was like this really angry-looking man on the little angry, like uh, clip art guy, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe that I'm. Maybe see, it's been so long since I've had it. I can't remember which one was bad and which one was good. But there was <laughs> a hideous one from Germany. Oh no! Now I remember. Now I remember. It wasn't the angry man. It was uh, the black absinthe. Oh. Oh, good God. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me because uh, I would have uh, led people astray. By the way, I figured it out after we were recorded and when I'm editing, which is now, that the one he was thinking about was Taboo, T-A-B-U, which at that time he said was good. I had never got to try it, so I don't know. We, we, we talked about, in one of the retro episodes that we released previously to this one, we were talking about the angry guy. Little angry one. guy, yes. Yeah, when I was going to Germany, you were telling me to bring it back, and I and I never saw a single bottle. Right. Because it I went to be, Frankfurt. It, it may be gone. I mean, it may actually. Well, this was back in 2011, so it, it was still around then. Right. But, uh, uh, I can't find it. It's hard to, it's hard to, uh, now they do have a cool one here from, uh, absinthe.com. It's called the, uh, it's called antitoxin absinthe and it's got a bottle with a skull on it, which is kind of cool. And it's, uh, uh, what is it? The alcohol is 89.9%. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, I'm sure it's uh, quite horrible. Uh, has an herbal scented flavor. Because it absolutely is ideal for the famous absinthe ritual, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, see, I'd buy the bot. Oh, there it is. Absinthe Blackhead. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which sounds like something you'd have to go to Dr. Pimple Popper to uh, get. <laughs> no, that's it's immediately what I thought of. Hold on, let me, I'll send you a picture. I'll send you a picture because uh, I, no, I am no tease. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's see. Let me see what we got here. Here, I'll send this to you. you you'll have to post a picture because it's uh, number one. I, I was not lying. It's uh, absinthe blackhead. <laughs> <laughs> but the bottle's cool. The bottle is cool. A- absinthe Nevis. Yes. <laughs> absinthe Beavis. <laughs> Be- <laughs> uh. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm yeah, looking. it's. And I mean, it's it's it's, it's black. It gets here its comes, uh, it gets its deep black color through the oh. caramel color. Why well, I wonder? Oh, it's artificial. Well, of course. Yeah. So it's I mean, uh, and and it's only thirty seven dollars. Well, dude, it's, it's fifty. Uh, it's only fifty soliters. Oh. It's like it's very it's tiny. It's tiny. It's a tiny bottle, and they have uh, absinthe apocalypse, absinthe antitoxin. Although I now see here, this is the. This is the uh, raccoon in me. Is like going. I'd kind of like to try that. I think I'd well, like to try it. Let me see if I can find it. There is a there is a absinthe out there that's a, making a big buzz out around that I've been looking at. If I can find it. It's 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 based on a really old absinthe, and the guy made a very small amount of it. And it sold out really good, and everybody seemed to like it. And then he made another one, and he's calling it not. I forgot what it was called. Not like K N O T. 
No, not uh, as an okay. I, I for, uh, let, let me just say that I, this is not the name of it because I can't remember the name of right. it. Let's say the name was uh, Pernell, and this is called not Pernell. No, <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, but no, no, it's not. I, it's not the word Pernell. I just I'm substituting that for the word that I can't remember. Wow. That's, I mean, Did you find it? no, no, I'm just, I'm stunned that someone would actually call something, not something else. That's like, that's like going to McDonald's what? and ordering, uh, or going somewhere else and having a pork sandwich and call it. Not no, it's made by the same people. Oh, it is right? made by the same so people. Say, yeah. Yeah. So, so like, as if you're going to McDonald's and they had a, they had a, a limited run of the super Big Mac. And then they edit it, and then you go back like a couple months later, and they have another one that's almost exactly like it, and they're calling it not Super Big Mac, <laughs> with with a big cross that's on horrible. it saying "not." But but everybody's loving it because there are only eight hundred bottles were made. Oh, oh, God! I wish I wish I could find it. And and apparently the only difference between the two was he used the same mixture, but it's a different base alcohol. Oh, interesting. And um, if I can't find it, I'm sure one of our listeners will let us know. Now, let me is. ask you a question. Because it was all over the place, and now I can't find it. So let, let me it. ask you a question. How much, uh, How much? if you don't mind me asking, were you paying for uh, your jade absinthe? I'm pretty sure I paid around 95, 95. for the Orleans. Okay. And I paid about, I think it was 110 for the 1900. Because here, which is still uncorked. Here is a set of four of the Absinthe Jade, one of each. Mm. For uh, $279.50 for four bottles. Oh, you know, a lot of our listeners love Absinthe stock. You know, it's. Because it's the only place they can I get it. I know. I See, I'm good with it. I am just concerned about the shipping, which I'm going to take a look here and see. We it's free oh, shipping over over, over two, for most orders over two fifty. Oh, that's pretty good. You know, we should talk to them and see if they would sponsor us. Well, or at least give us a discount no, that see, we could share with our listeners. Well, uh, I, I think know, if we, we ever should. seriously go into business, you're going to handle the money because I want to give it. everything away. I just want to give it away. I know you do, and we <laughs> can't do that. We can't do that, Jerry. Stop it. Just stop it. I swear to God, I give everything away. You know, and here's the. Oh, no, let's not get into it. You know, Apple, this is going to really date the podcast. This was recorded on uh, September 10th. 2019, and I was watching. They released a new iPhone today, the right. iPhone 11, and then the 11 Pro was was kind of like their oh one more thing, and I'm like, I must have this. Well, of course, but, ev but everyone went through that. Everyone yeah, so um, I immediately went online and paid off my old one because I didn't have much left on it, and so now I'm really I'm free of contract. I'm going to buy it directly from Apple. Yes. How did I get to Apple? I was this was I was equating it to something. Oh, we were equating it to uh, to uh, buying jade in a four pack. 
I have no idea how I well, went to that's that. What, well, well, here's the here is the this is the uh, this is the benchmark. How many glasses of absinthe do you have left to drink? I am on the coffee, and that's it. That's it. Well, then you've had three glasses of absinthe, so that's no wonder you can't remember. <laughs> well, three and, and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. So that that's not a problem. I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm just saying that that's exactly where your uh, your mind went. But there was there was a reason. There was a reason. Yeah, but we're not there. <laughs> we're never gonna find that, Jerry. This is like uh, looking at Bigfoot. You see it out of the corner of your eye, and then it's gone. It's horrible. Let's see if I can. I, I just typed in the search uh, for not. Let's see if I can find it. God. Oh, absinthe, Ike. Bird. You find it. No, different one. This is absolutely... I've, I've been listening to a band. You know how much I like Ramstein, right? Yeah. There's a band called uh, Eichberger. Oh, this is Eichelberger. Sorry. Uh, my German, obviously, is horrible. But there's a band called... Uh, well, uh, the translation is Icebreaker. Uh -huh. And I really like them. I think you should listen to them. So uh, I would highly recommend... Uh, uh, Icebreaker, the band from Germany. Icebreaker, the band from Germany. Oh, dude, look at this. 1.5, oh, 1.5 liters. So it's 350 silliliter bottles. Eh. Yeah. Well, what for 113, though, that's not bad. So it's, it's 1.5 liters. But we don't know how it is. See, that's the problem. It's like, I want it for the skull bottle. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it's the most horrible absinthe on the. Well, let's see I now. Wonder, I wonder if you could buy the buy it from someone who drank it and they're selling the empty bottle. Oh, hey, hey, hey any any of you out there who have had this and you have the empty bottle and you don't want it anymore, send it. Sell to it. Me. Send it to Dan. Yeah, don't sell, sell it, it to me for God's sakes. At least, uh, I mean, I will pay shipping. I will pay shipping. Well, okay, so. I'm the one who gives things away, and you're the one that wants money. But if it comes to you, you want them to give it to you. Yes. Okay, got it. I'm just being clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a mooch or anything, but... Uh, <laughs> but, but just give it to them. Yeah, but just give it to them. You know, uh, consider it... Cons I tell you what, consider this a permanent loan to my personal museum of oddities and collectibles. God, I, get, I give so many permanent loans of so many. Oh, that's what it was. So, okay, I'm getting the new one, right? I paid off the old one, so I'm keeping them. I'm not trading in my iPhone 10. Oh, right. But you know, you know what I will do? I will give it to someone. I'll just give it to them. It's a $1,000 phone. Ah, here, have this. Oh. It's just the way I am. You are. And you're, I got, you're I got to generous. stop it. So, here's, here's another one. I, I, this is not PMI, but I lent my older daughter uh significant amount of money right based on how much she was going to get back from her income tax oh right, right. and something happened and she only got like one sixth of that oh. amount out and i just said ah it's okay well you know uh <laughs> me back. Like, it's okay well but here's the thing this is this is but i mean i'll uh, do that to a friend too if i'm loaning money to a friend i will never loan anything that i don't want Back. You don't well, know smart. that I do want that. That's right. Absolutely smart, my friend. I mean, so if someone asks me for five hundred dollars, and I can afford it, I will only loan it to them, and they'll say, "I'll pay you back." And I'm like, "I'm okay, sure, okay," but internally, I'm like, "I'm never going to see that money again. Right. I don't care." 
Right. Right. But that's if it's great, like a that's thousand, a great way to be. That's a great way to be, by the way. But but I mean, if so, like in recently, a, a friend came to me and said, "Can I borrow a thousand? And I'm like, "I'm sorry, no." Yeah. Because I, I I would want the thousand dollars back. Well, yes. And so that tipped the scale. <laughs> you know. Well, that's I mean, but that just that gives you at least a perfect. Um, that's the. Uh, What's, uh, that's my guideline. That's your tipping point. That's your tipping. Yeah. Point. Now, would you would you loan someone seven fifty? Probably not. Okay. Would you loan someone six hundred? Maybe. But five hundred is like a given. That's a freebie. Yeah. If if depending on what my bank bank account is at the moment, Got if it. it's if it's like around, <laughs> I'm giving advice of, of how you, the listener, can get money from me yes, and never exactly. pay me back. <laughs> if so you if, wanna, you want if you money, want to uh, PM Jerry directly, if you want money from me, you got to make sure to ask me around April. Yeah, because that's when I'm going to have the most money in my bank. That's uh, so. You're a listener, <laughs> and uh, I'm not expecting your, it back. <laughs> mark your calendars for February 28th. <laughs> By the way, I'm becoming unlisted and I'm closing down my email account. And- <laughs> Good for you, smart man. Smart man. So uh, while we've been chatting about you giving people money, uh, I've been looking. <laughs> like I'm Ben Stein, right? Uh, you, you're like it's like win Jerry Davis's money. <laughs> that's how that's how our our uh, contests always were. <laughs> I know they actually were pretty much. Nobody ever gave us any stuff. Now, this no, is kind of nice. You know what? Actually, there are some very good deals here on Absence.com, like uh, for Mansynth. Oh, wait. Yes. What is it? 70, oh, 70 silly. See, they all, why don't oh, you? Go- are they little tiny bottles? Well, it was a yeah, 70 silliter, but they've got like, this is the thing that it, kills me it's like you're looking at me you're going oh that's that's a that's a full liter of absinthe no it is not 70 silliters so all that to say uh it's like like you'd you'd still have to buy 250 dollars worth of absinthe to get free shipping so well shit the last time i bought absinthe i spent over 500 bucks oh well then you, why didn't you buy it from uh, absinthe.com because I wanted to walk around and pick it up in Chicago oh, yeah. because they have it on they have it on the shelves. Next time I go, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get any new jades that I've never tried. Okay. I'm gonna get Lafee finally because I've never tried it. Lafee, you know, uh, I would recommend. Well, I want to try it finally. You, yes, absolutely. Go online and buy a sampler of it. I mean, it's not a bad absinthe. I'm not trying to discourage you from buying a full bottle. That is not my purpose. My purpose is I would buy it online and bundle it in with another order of stuff because you're going to pay a premium here in the States for it. You're going to pay a big premium. Last time I went and looked at it, I was like, there is no way in hell I'm paying that much money for a bottle of Lafitte. Now, I will say this. I'm sitting here looking at a bottle of Absinthe La Clandestine 1935 barrel aged Ooh. for $597.50 a liter. What? Yes. Oh. Uh, here, let me. I guess I've, I've only had their cheap stuff. Well, 
Well, this is In fact, their, I got some downstairs. It's barrel aged, which honestly, I don't know I, why uh, you would do that. Because that's the thing right now. It started with beer being barrel aged in bourbon barrels. Right. That started the whole thing. Well, and, and you, wine and all that other stuff too. They do. Yeah, but but now you've got bourbon aged in beer barrels. Right. It's it's awful. The well, now I will take issue with that. There, a buddy of mine actually. Well, the made, I tried. I the a buddy of mine makes a really good beer aged in. Have you ever had uh, Eagle? Very rare. No, dude, you need to. It's it is the best bargain in. It. I'm telling you, go. I don't care where you go. If they have a bottle of Eagle Rare, you buy it because it's cheap <laughs> and it's amazing. Huh. And it's amazing. Oh. Wait, wait, and what is it? It's eagle. It's, it's a bourbon. It's a bourbon. It's a bourbon. Okay, yeah. I and just gave all my bourbon away. Why did you give your? Uh, and you didn't contact me. Why did you not contact me? Because uh, I didn't want to mail it. I would have paid for shipping. <laughs> Next time I, you give away alcohol, will you please talk to your podcasting friend? <laughs> well, it's kind of sad why I gave it away. Oh well, why'd you give it away? Was it was it either that is either that or start walking some twelve steps? Oh, really? Oh, I was uh, okay. There, there are certain alcohols I can't have at home because right. I have no control. Right. Well, it turns out, unfortunately, bourbon is one of them. Wow, I did oh, not know that. God. Well, good. I, Let me just was, say this: good I was for you. almost going to drink eight whole ounces the other night, and I just came to my senses, poured the last bit out put it away and said, I can't do this anymore because I'm going to kill my liver. Well, good for you. That, uh, see that I will, I will highly, highly, uh, uh, encourage you to do. I love bourbon so much. Well, that's, that's the thing. And, it's, and, and it's so weird because I, it was the first liquor I loved when I was a teenager. Yeah. To the point where I got so drunk that I made, got myself sick on it. And then for, Probably a good 45, no, I'm not that old, a good 40 years, I couldn't even smell it without feeling sick. And then really? one day, one day that just stopped, it was just like a year ago, and I started liking it again. And then I was like, I really like it. And then I really, really, really like it. And then I couldn't stop drinking it. I'm like, okay, this is, I, I can't do this. And I'm safe with absinthe. I, I could drink absinthe and stop. Right. Welcome to Alcoholics Talk. Yeah, I was going to say. And... Yes, uh, <laughs> well, I'm so sorry. Why, and why and I can drink beer and stop. Why are you I can drink beer and stop. You don't. You don't have to apologize for anything, my friend. I was, okay. I was addicted to cowgirls until I went to a, th a two-step program. But thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, no, but I, I mean, it's, you know what, uh, uh, good for you that you actually, uh, that you actually know when to say when, when it comes to bourbon, because that, well, that in it's, it's, and of itself is uh, commendable, because well, a lot that, of people don't. That's, that's why I stopped um, psilocybin. Well, yes, that's, that's a good no, thing, too. Well, small doses of psilocybin is actually probably good for you. I mean, they just legalized it in Denver. I did. I did. In, in, why do I call all of Colorado Denver? But Well, it's like uh, Southern California is Disneyland. 
Yeah. It really is. It's, and so pot is legal in Disneyland. No, so. <laughs> yeah. We'll which explains that. Minnie Mouse. Anyway. Oh, wow. You took that to a whole different uh, level, <laughs> my friend. I don't know why I went there. I so, but um, uh, there, there was this one time, I mean, I was, I was uh, right next to UOP in a friend's apartment, and I had taken um, a small dose, like a fourth of a hit of psilocybin. Sure. We're, we're talking 80s, early 80s. And I had the most amazing, it wasn't a high, it was a, it was a manic episode. Oh. Where I was, everything was funny. I was fun. I had all this energy. Everything, everybody was laughing at everything I was saying. It was probably, I don't know, it was because I was, you know, <clears throat> spouting nonsense or if I was actually funny. Or, or you could have been talking to an imaginary dragon. <laughs> no, no, no. This wasn't enough to do oh, that. It was right. just enough to induce uh, a manic state. And uh, I loved everybody and everybody loved me and the world was golden. And then I started to come down oh. and I went, oh, shit. No, 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 no. I don't want this to stop. I don't want this to stop. This can't stop. I need more. And then an alarm went off in my head. And I went, I can't do this ever again. Good for you. Because I recognized I recognized that signal, that danger signal. Unfortunately, my brother didn't, and that's why he's dead. Right. I did. Boy, boy, did I bring that down? No, dude. It's a. It's you didn't do anything. Well, I mean, so so my brother had the same problems, but he didn't know when to sing. Right. And, and that's why, that is why I applaud you because you do know when to say when not a lot of people do. And that is one of the big problems in the uh, well, enjoyment of alcohol is it. Well, I, I will still admit that I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> well, uh, there you I go. It's pretty damn clear that I am. Well, I just, I don't see. I don't believe that. Well, it depends on who you talk to, because if you talk to someone in, in AA, you drink alcohol? Yes, you're an alcoholic. Well, that's what I say. <laughs> you know? That's not that you are. You're, I wouldn't call you an alcoholic as much as I would call you an alcohol enthusiast. Well, no, if you can't stop on certain things. Did you know they used to have? Well, can, a, you, can a, you stop in the morning? Well, heck yeah. But I mean, well, then you're, not, then you're not an alcoholic. If you, you can stop, then you're not an alcoholic. Did you know there used to be a, such a term as an am, absent? Absentist. Uh, well, I knew there was absentia, which was the made-up well, disease. That was, yeah, but an abs, someone suffering from absentia. Oh, sorry, absentia. Absentia. God, I can't say it. Chia. Yes. Chia, like a chia bag. Like a chia bag. Absentia was an absentist. They were not an alcoholic, but they were an absentist. Yes. Which was a victim of absentia, right? Interesting. So, but so, but the, all that, all bourbon, that to say, bourbon, you I'm are bourbon you are an absent enthusiast, and you are an alcohol enthusiast because you enjoy beer. You, but I'm a bourbonist. You're a bourbonist. Well, yes, you've you've discovered <laughs> bourbon a lot. You, you've <laughs> Excuse just, me, I just bourbon. You 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 discovered that you uh, <laughs> that you are uh, prone. To the abuse of said alcohol. 
Yeah. And that's okay. Right. You you know it and you don't do it and you stopped it. So that that makes you a non-alcoholic. You're, I don't you're know. A, you're an alcoholic uh, free uh, podcaster. I'm I'm in danger of being an alcoholic if I am not careful. I'll put it that way. There you go. That's How's a good that? way, that's a good How? way to put it. Okay. That's a very good way to put it. <laughs> Again, welcome to tell to a twelve-step program with Dan and yeah, Jerry, where we avoid the twelve steps. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll just add this. As Let's the, rational, rationalize ourselves right around the whole situation. I will. I will say this, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, drink responsibly. And if I had an alcohol, easier I would, said than I done. would name it responsibly, and I would make a million dollars. Yeah, just what is that white claw? Just rename white claw responsible. Yes. Good lord. <laughs> just like they renamed Zima into white claw. Yes. Uh, uh, dear lawyers, uh, that was a joke. Ah, don't you? They're not going to sue us. We, we have. We can. We don't know for sure that they. We we have the ability to say whatever we want because it's a free country. At least. We, the, yeah, I know, but I don't want to start any false news rumors. Oh, well, you know, on EpsonPodcast.com, uh, you know, they are experts. They did say that White Claw is actually Zima. So it must be true because it's on the Internet. They're on the Internet. They're on a podcast. It has to be true. Folks, no, don't listen yeah. to us. Well, no, please listen to us. <laughs> we're, we're listen to us, but uh, don't believe us. <laughs> No, just send Dan money. Yeah, send me money. That's a, a, that's that's one thing we can all agree on is send me money. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, uh, I still have a half cup of coffee here. Oh, well, then uh, you should uh, you should finish that. It's still really good. Do you want to? Should we cut this off? I think we've been going. Yeah, I think we're we're a little over an hour, but uh, yeah, let's uh, yeah. let's uh, let's let these poor people let's go wind home. it down. All right. Well, one last thing. I really like the fact that you posted a, a comic about <laughs> about what? Polka guys. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty. Uh... <laughs> Which is so funny because I'm like this guy Dan Piero. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Piero, Dan Piero, who does Bizarro. Yes, the comic. Brilliant. I think he's right up there with Claban uh, and uh, oh, and the guy who used to do Far Side. Oh yeah, uh, he's, he's right up there, Larson. Yeah. So I'm like, but so I'm like, you know, this guy. He's so he's in every photo, in every piece of art he does. He has a slice of pie hidden somewhere. He has a dead rabbit, and he has an alien in a little flying saucer and. Absent is getting my tongue. An an alien in a little flying saucer. Saucer. An alien in a little spaceship. And the alien has one eye. Have you ever noticed that? It's in every single one. Okay, so uh, Dan posted um, one of the comics. It's a ghost with an accordion. And uh, a husband, apparently a husband, is saying to his wife on the couch with a cat, Polkageists are way more annoying than the regular Yes. Well, that is true. And so up up in the corner is is a little alien. In the painting in the background, there's a beautiful 
uh, scenic uh, forest with a river running from a giant slice of blueberry pie. And in the other painting is a dead rabbit with his tongue hanging. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it, it's in every single one. So I decided I've got to check out this guy. Really. I mean, I've been enjoying his comics forever. So I went and I went on YouTube and I found a video where he and two friends are drinking mezcal and eating crickets. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're eating crickets with a mezcal chaser. And he's filming it all with his cell phone, obviously. And it is hilarious. That is really funny. I want, I want to be this guy's friend. I just, I want him in my life. <laughs> well, you should reach out to him. Just like you reached out to Ted. I will. Just, uh, yeah, and he'll be like, go away, creep. No, he'll not be like, go away, creep. <laughs> Give yourself a little But he is so funny. He is, he is so consistently funny. Anyway, that's that's my last contribution. And there, and that, there you have podcast. it, ladies Forever. and gentlemen. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, you've just lost Jerry. <laughs> However, uh, you know, let me just say this. Uh, of all the podcasters I've worked with, well, it's only been Jerry. No, I've worked with a couple of No, you've you worked with some... Per you've been a professional podcaster. I have been a professional podcaster. I actually got paid. I've been a professional. We both have been professionals. <laughs> Which is funny because, I mean, so we started this way long ago as a hobby. We did. And then it led to us both doing it professionally as part of our jobs, not our whole job, but part of our jobs, because we had the skill set. Right. And then we got too busy to do our podcast. <laughs> yes. And that's uh, the sad part was it was like right at the peak. Right when we should have kept going. <laughs> of our career. We should have uh, we should have kept we should have kept it up, but we did not. But now we're back. Now we're back. And it's a hobby again. It is a and, hobby. And and folks, this is not a professional podcast. We're no. both professionals, but this is not a professional. Podcast. Yeah, we we put the uh, the Poe in professional. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't jobs. even know what that meant. That's like that was like the stupidest thing I've ever said. No, it's not. But you know what the well, funny that's true. Thing I've is? said Just stupider. <laughs> Just about everybody we know from way back when in college days. Yes. Um, no matter where their careers were originally going, no matter what their interests were. We all ended up in marketing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Even Pat. Yeah, you know what? Uh, pretty much, my friend. Uh, his brother Dave is, Dave is the exception. But, I mean, geez, just about everybody. We all ended How did that happen? You know, I don't even know. I, I was a computer technician yeah, who I'm wrote science fiction. I was a magazine writer. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Now we're now you market for this really awesome uh, bike company, motorcycle motorcycle company. company. Yeah, that sells choppers, custom choppers. Well, it's actually used Harley Davidsons, but uh, I'll go with choppers. What didn't they? They used to do. We used to sell. Used to sell choppers all the time. Yeah. Well, that's back when people had money. Well, that's that was back when uh, that was back Not when choppers were the big thing, and then they kind of fell out of favor. But the you know, all that to say, long story short, yeah, used Harleys are where it's at. Yeah. And I work for an elevator company. Yes. <laughs> Which has its ups and downs. Did I, Thank uh, you. Oh, no, I just spilled coffee in this one. Oh. Uh, 
Well, on, on that, that, on note. that note, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we want to hear your feedback. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Our ramblings. Uh, and we'd love to um, get, hear your input. Actually, I, I guess the easiest place, especially if you're one of Dan's friends, because that's about the only people we hear from. Is it really? Is on Facebook. Well, oh, we kind of figured that out last time. On Facebook.com slash slow.death.podcast. Yes. Or you could leave us comments on our website, which is actually a blog that runs on WordPress, which is hosted by DreamHost, which if you use our code, you can get $50 off if you sign up. A little, little commercial stuck in there. Anyway, uh, you could leave uh, comments there on our posts. So uh, there's, there's a way through the Anchor.fm app that you could leave us voicemail. But nobody ever has, and so I don't really expect anybody to ever do it. However, I am seriously thinking about starting up another Google phone number that they could call in. Because maybe if we give them a phone number to call, they'll call. Right. You think? I would. I, I, I could do okay. that. All right. Well, I'll set one up, and I will post the phone number at the end of the podcast after I start editing it. Perfect. And now let's listen to some Spongle. Yes. And have a good night. And remember to drink responsibly, which is going to be the brand name of my alcohol that I come up with. <laughs> and don't light absinthe on fire. Exactly. Good night, everybody. And, 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 and well, I'm going to add one more thing. All right. I'll stop. If you want real information, real good information about absinthe, Go to wormwoodsociety.org. Yeah. That's the real information. They're pretty good. They are really, they're, really good. No, they're really good. They have, that's what I said. They're really good. You said you said pretty good. They're pretty good. They're, they're more than pretty good. Well, I, I haven't beautiful. seen them. I don't know how attractive they are. Well, I'm just going to say that they're beautiful in their hearts. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> have a good night. Good night. <laughs>
And that, dear friends, is a sample of my favorite recording artist, Schwangel, which you could find at schwangelmusic.com. It's S-H-P-O-N-G-L-E music.com. Also, and you thought I was done, right? But I'm not. Because I promised I would give you a phone number to call in if you want to leave messages to us. And so I'm opening up my own personal, private Google Voice number, 203-450-6375. That's 203-450-6375. Call us there. Leave us a message. I'll play it on the show if it's not too rude. And uh, thanks. Thanks.